0: More things are wrought by prayer than this world dreams of.
1: Radio plays from the golden age of Hollywood. Family Theater Productions presents remastered family classics from our audio archives. These were shows originally produced by Father Patrick Payton in Hollywood, California. Hello, I'm Father David Guffey, and welcome to this week's show, World Without End, broadcast originally in January 1949. Today's show stars Joan Leslie, who you may remember from films like Sergeant York and Yankee Doodle Dandy. Today, she plays four roles, women from four different times and situations who showed courage in the face of adversity and helped others move forward in hope. Our host today is Robert Young, who became a television star with shows like Father Knows Best, and Marcus Welby. Enjoy the show.
0: And now our curtain rises. The time, late autumn of 1939. The place, a small mountain lodge in the backwoods of Canada's Quebec province.
2: Chris, it's starting to snow. Amazing. But it's snowing hard. Suppose we're snowed in here.
3: Perfect. If there's anything better than a one-month honeymoon, it's a three-month honeymoon.
2: Oh? And what about your job? Who
3: cares about a job? Come here, you. I'm here. No, down here by the fire. That's better.
2: Hello, Mr. Jordan.
3: Hi, Mrs. Jordan. Uh,
2: Sweet. We should think about the storm.
3: You think about it.
2: But we must get out by Wednesday... How else can you be back at work on time?
3: We'll get out. How? On skis or snowshoes. Oh,
2: snowshoes? Me? I don't know how.
3: <laughs> you better learn. You're a Canadian now, remember? I remember. Hey, are you glad? Glad? That I made that trip down to New York, that Ellen Jensen invited us to the same party.
2: Oh, dear blessed Ellen. Chris, was that two weeks real?
3: Me? I wouldn't know. Come <laughs> no, <I> on, <doubt> <laughs>
2: Is everyone like this?
3: <laughs> Some people are worse.
2: Chris, have you ever been in love before?
3: Hundreds of times.
2: Oh, don't joke. I want to know.
3: Well, darling, it's a big word, love. Depends on what you mean.
2: Oh, you know. I mean the, the forgetting. Forgetting that you're you. When all the things that have always seemed unreal and wonderful in your life. Sunsets. Moonlight across still water. Waves pounding on a beach. Things you've seen and heard and loved. But they were always apart from you. Suddenly aren't apart any longer. The sunsets are singing inside of you. (laughs) Well, that's crazy, of course. Sunsets can't sing.
3: I'm not so sure.
2: Maybe ecstasy is what I mean. Not the ecstasy that's gone in a moment but the kind that's only born when the miracle happens, when the man and woman meet who, through all of time, were destined only for each other.
3: And you can even ask if I've ever felt that for anyone else.
2: Oh, Chris.
3: You're the only one, Mary. The only one there could be for me, now and forever.
2: Forever, Chris. It is forever. Oh, Chris. What? I thought I heard someone calling.
3: Hey, you're right. Hello,
4: great. Oh, that's Rene. Who's he?
3: He's a trapper who lives up a ways. Hello, Rene.
4: Great, good
3: to see you. Well, it's good to see you, Rene. Oh, this is my wife, darling, Rene Chavigny. Un
4: grand plaisir, madame. Oh, thank you, Rene. Come in, won't you? Oh, no, no. i see you, Only because this telegram for you from Village, they asked me to bring on my way. Telegram? Oh, well, thanks, Rene. Ah, the crap. Voir. madame.
2: Oh, goodbye, Rene. Au revoir, Rene. It's a telegram. Well,
1: what do you suppose?
3: <laughs> well, maybe my opening. It'll be a good way to find out, eh? Well, darling, you'd better read it.
2: Oh, Chris!
3: I should have expected it, I guess. With what's happened in Poland since the war started. Remember, I told you I was an officer in the naval reserve. Y-
2: yes, of course you did.
3: Probably doesn't mean anything. It just says to report.
2: Sure. Maybe maybe they just need you to train recruits.
3: That's right. It could mean a lot of things.
2: Besides, you're married now. That should make a difference. Darling. Yes?
3: I wasn't married when all this began. I mean to say, well, if they do need me...
2: Of course. I'll start packing. This means we'll have to take the morning train.
3: Oh, Mary, you're wonderful. Will you go to your folks and wait there?
2: Of course not. I'm a Canadian now, remember? (laughs) Besides, your mother will be lonesome. (laughs) We can console each other.
3: You know, my mother's crazy.
2: about. I am about her. Maybe I like the kind of son she turned out. Chris. Hmm? I'm not going to be silly about all this. I know lots of men are having to go. But I... Sweet... Please try especially hard to take care of yourself.
3: Don't you know I've got a charmed life? If I didn't have, I'd never have found you.
2: Oh, Chris. Chris, please be careful. And come back to me.
3: I will, Mary. And it'll be soon, darling. Believe me. It will be soon.
2: Chris, darling, is it only yesterday you went away? It seems five centuries ago. Your mother says I must resign myself to waiting and not Fred. And she's right, of course. It's just the first shock of having you gone. And I know it's silly of me to worry, but I had a rather terrifying dream last night. So, darling, the first chance you have to send word of any kind, preferably a telegram, please indulge a very foolish wife and tell me you're all right. Even though you've been gone nearly a month now, I still haven't resigned my Mary? Mary, dear? Oh, yes, yes, Mother Jordan, I'm awake. Mary, a telegram for you just came. No. Oh, Mother Jordan, it may be leave. Chris may have leave. Well, perhaps if you'd open it instead of just staring at the envelope, you'd know. (laughs) Look at me. I'm all thumbs. I never could open one of these things without tearing the message. There. Well, what does it say, Mary? Mary. It's not from him. Then Who? We regret to inform you that your husband, Ensign Christopher James Jordan, was killed.
4: Mary!
0: You've told her I'm here, Mrs. Jordan?
4: Yes, Doctor. Mary will be right out. Doctor, are you sure
2: this is wise to tell her now?
0: Sure. In a case like this, no doctor can be sure of anything. But it has been ten days, and after all, perhaps the shock of it will, well, bring her out of herself. Give her a new reason for existence.
2: I hope you're right. Oh, doctor, if only the child could cry.
0: Let go. I know. Mrs. Jordan...
4: Oh, here she is now. Come in, Mary dear.
2: You wanted to see me, Dr. Mason?
0: Yes. Good morning, Mary, my dear. You're looking fine today.
2: Mary, I... I know what you're going to say, doctor. You know? That I must get myself in hand. Well, I'm trying to. But I'd I'd rather not talk about it. Do you mind?
0: My child, when you collapsed ten days ago and I was called in, there were certain symptoms that indicated more than just the usual conditions resulting from simple emotional shock.
2: Than... Yes,
0: and I came to a most important realization.
2: What are you trying to say?
0: You're going to have a child, Mary.
2: Oh, no. It's not true.
0: Yes, Mary, it is.
2: A child. And that's going to make it easier?
4: Mary. Oh,
2: his child. To be born long months after Chris is dead. His child. To come into life. To one day be taken as Chris himself was taken. His child to be brought into this meaningless chaos of terror and destruction. Listen, my dear. I wish to God it were true. Mary, oh, you can't say such a thing. Chris was all I wanted, and he was taken from me. Well, let me be taken, too, but not this. Not his child into this world. Not
4: into this world. <laughs> Mary. Who are you? I come but as a messenger. You must come with me to understand. It may not be told in words. You must come, Mary. Where? Across the unfathomed voids that are space and time. It is your one hope to understand. You shall come with me, Mary. first is here. Tell me, Mary, tell me now what you see.
2: A farm, a small cottage with a thatched roof. This is another country.
4: It is Belgium. And now within the cottage, what do you see there?
2: A young man in a strange uniform. He's crying. A girl stands by his side and an old man... What are they saying to each
4: other? Listen, Mary Jordan. Listen and you (laughs) shall know. And I did run away, Anna.
3: I had to. I was not alone. There
2: were others, hundreds of them. I cannot believe it. Not you, Paul. You are not
4: a deserter, my son.
2: But you do not understand. The leader of the enemy is
3: unbeatable. There is to be a battle tomorrow at the village beyond the hill. The enemy will win. And that will mean the end of Belgium. The end of Europe. We've got to get away. We've got to. Perhaps somewhere we can find refuge from the conqueror. No, Paul. But Arnold... We
2: do not run away. And you will go back to your regiment. Now, before they discover you have gone.
3: She is right, Paul. I cannot go
2: back. Paul, have we not always prayed that your child would be born here? On the land of his father's? Of course you will go back. And you will help our army to beat this, this unbeatable conqueror. And you will return here to be with me in my time. You will go back, Paul. Now. You are not afraid, Anna. You are not
3: afraid even of the conqueror.
2: I am not afraid. Go, Paul. Now. Go.
3: Yes, Anna. I will go.
2: Goodbye. Goodbye, Uncle. Hi, Paul. Uncle, where did he say the battle would be tomorrow?
4: At the village, beyond the hill, at Waterloo. Yeah. Mary, you have seen.
2: Yes. Yes, but I still don't understand
4: There are others Come The second
2: is here This country is...
4: It is Ireland
2: A stone house beside a lake A crowd of people storming at the door They're angry threatening.
4: Within, Mary. It is within this place that you must see. Oh,
0: so it's fast they want, is it? Well, it's first they'll have.
2: Michael, no, not with a gun. They don't realize what they're doing. They're half mad with hunger. I know them better than you do.
3: It's not words they'll understand.
2: And I say it is, and I'll prove it to you. Kathleen, no, you can't go
3: out there. Wait,
2: Kathleen, wait. Uh, Here they are. of this. You know
0: what the meaning is. You've got food here. You and your great lord, a summer full of it. You are living you of the land while the rest of us are starved. That's not
2: true. There's no more inside these walls and in the house of any one of you. Uh, and it's that shame uh, you should be for believing otherwise. Because my Michael is a lord. Do you think he's not Irish in his heart? I say there's food inside. And I say there's not. What we had, we shared like all the rest. Now get on with you. Uh, don't,
4: you, don't
2: you men, brandishing your staves and hoes, you'd do better to be working with them. Working. Uh, this morning, there are new plants sprouting in the valley fields. Did you hear that? Plants that would grow the faster with some digging. Oh, really? If there were men with the brains and the brawn to be doing it.
0: New plants sprouting. That means right. the beginning of a new crop. here
2: Michael, it was hope they needed. That's all, new hope.
3: Kathleen, are there new plants in the valley field?
2: A very few, but there'll be more. And soon, there must be, Michael. God will see to it. Because if there aren't, then it's the death of Ireland. And the death of Ireland is fair, the death of the world. And the world doesn't die, Michael. Oh, it gets almighty sick sometimes and sets up a terrible wail of agony. But if you listen sharp... Even through the mourning and the cries of terror, you can hear another sound. It's laughter, Michael. The laughter of another day when all of this will be forgotten. Oh, Michael, remind me. Remind you? That was a pretty phrase I made just now. Remind me to tell young Michael shortly after he's born. He'll be proud to know he has a devilish a mother.
3: Kathleen... You're actually not afraid of the famine.
2: Afraid? Sure, and how can I be when I've got your son beneath my heart? Would you have him born a coward? Of course I'm not afraid.
4: Now, Mary, now do you understand?
2: I I believe I'm beginning to.
4: There is yet another. Come. And here. What do you see here, Mary?
2: This country is...
4: America. A pass in the mountains of the West.
2: And wagon train. One wagon apart from the other. A woman sitting alone as a man comes up to her.
4: Listen, Mary. For the last time. Listen. Sarah... Sarah, it's decided.
2: It is, Jim.
3: The wagon train's going to make camp here. Word just came that the epidemic's worse beyond the mountains. So we're all going to stay here till the sick ones in the train get well or die. Then we'll take a vote whether to go on or turn back.
2: Turn back? They're not really thinking of turning back.
3: Well, of course they are. After all, if there's worse sickness beyond the mountains...
2: Oh, Jim, you made me a promise. I'm holding you to it.
3: But, Sarah... A
2: farm in California, somewhere on the side of the ocean. That's what you said. And we'd be there in time for our child to be born on that farm. But that means we can't wait, Jim. Stopping now might mean we'd spend the winter here.
3: Sarah, honey, be reasonable. We started out with a donner party and... Well, well, we can't go on alone.
2: Why not? We've got a good wagon, a strong team, supplies enough to last. And our trust in God.
3: All right. I'll go and tell the others.
2: no, they'd try to stop you. Let's go now. Now, Jim.
3: All right, Sarah. If that's the way you want it.
2: Get up there, boy. Hey! Hey! Get up there! Don't look so worried, Jim. We'll make it. I know we will.
4: do you understand
2: those three Anna Kathleen Sarah they were all
4: all your own grandmothers and mothers of grandmothers three of the numberless women through whom you yourself came into being three of the lights of many colors cast into the prism which is Mary Jordan to converge in her ...cast the white light of hope into the future.
2: They had no fear. War, famine, and pestilence. And they had no fear.
4: They were women, Mary. Fear is for men who can know the miracle of birth but from a distance. It is the women who are part of that miracle who must endure. Now and forever.
2: Yes, it is clear now. I do see. I do understand. Yes. 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 Yes, I do see. I do see now.
0: Mary... Mary, my dear.
2: Mother Jordan. Mary, you must try to do it. I'm going they... to have his child. His child, Mother Jordan. And I'm glad. Mary. He'll live again in his child. He'll live to hear laughter. I'm going to have Chris's child. Mary, you're. You're not afraid. Afraid? Of what?
1: Hello, this is Father David again. Mary found courage by remembering the women in her family history who faced obstacles with hope and raised children to carry forth in the world with confidence. Thank God for courageous women in our lives. May God give all who face challenges and griefs today the great gift of hope. Now a final word from host Robert Young. Thanks for listening.
0: This is Robert Young again. I suppose everyone feels that his own problems are unique. The blow of a great sorrow, or even the countless pinpricks of daily living, make us think that never before has anyone been so burdened. We forget, as did Mary in this week's family theater play, that others have borne even greater sorrows. We forget, too, that men and women in trouble have always found help when they turn to God in prayer. The families of yesteryear had troubles great as ours, but they knew what to do about them. They prayed. As a family, they asked God's help every day in the year. You know, I think that's a tip for us. Family prayer helped build the strong, God-fearing homes which made our nation great. Family prayer today in our own homes can renew in our land the spirit and faith of those who have gone before us. Thank you for being with us, and God bless you.